And welcome to another edition of Illinois Innovators. I'm Mike Kuhn. Joining us now, uh, CEO of Personify, Sanjay Patel. Uh, and uh, just welcome to the program. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Mike. Well, obviously, Personify, uh, your company, heavily in virtual reality. So let's, let's kind of go back, uh, you know, a decade or so. How did we get to this point in virtual reality? And, uh, you know, give us a little bit of your background. Yeah, definitely. I'm, uh, uh, my background is I'm a, a member of the faculty here. I'm in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering here at the University of Illinois. I've been on the faculty since uh, 1999. Um, I've been working on uh, a lot of different aspects of computing from um, digital circuits, computer architecture, computer design, uh, special purpose uh, chip design, and in 2009, I started this company with uh, a couple of other faculty members and some students. So I know your, uh, your bio says that if you weren't doing this, you'd be running a ramen noodle <laughs> food truck. Yeah. So uh, given the two, uh, how, what was the genesis of, of your, the start of your career till to the time that you uh, uh, started Personify. You mean why didn't I choose to go and start a ramen noodle truck? <laughs> I, I think that's still some ways off in the future. <laughs> I kind of have to work my way up to it. Um, but I've always had um, entrepreneurial background or, or, or leanings. I come from a very entrepreneurial family. Uh, my cousins, my uh, uh, relatives have started companies themselves. Um, so when I came to the University of Illinois in 1999, uh, I've always been dabbling in uh, the startup world. Uh, I worked as a consultant for a startup company as part of the, the initial tech bubble. Um, and uh, I uh, was the CTO of a, another startup company in the uh, latter half of the uh, 2004, 2008 timeframe. Uh, and then after that, started Personify. So it's always been a dream to uh, take a company out of the university, out of research, and uh, do something important with it. The University of Illinois provided you a, um, a team. Uh, so what, what are some of the, the technologies and the, the things that were necessary to uh, bring this team together? Yeah, you know, it's an interesting question. Uh, I think a lot of it is just serendipity. You know, you happen to be working on a project. Uh, you kind of shape it into a form that's interesting to you. You pull a, a bunch of people together uh, that complement you. For example, you know, I had very little background in computer vision uh, before I started Personify. Uh, I started working with Mindo uh, and Tom Wong. Uh, other faculty here in the Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering uh, who have a far stronger background in computer vision. Um, but that complementary skill set, along with their students, kind of was the serendipity around the start of Personify. Well, we've kind of danced around Personify in terms of what, what it is. Uh, just talk a little bit about what the technology is, and then obviously, if you're going to start a company, you have to see a market out there that that you can that you can fill. And so, as you were looking, what was what was the market you were trying to fill, and still are trying to uh, to fill it with Personify? And talk talk a little bit about your technology. Yeah, you know, uh, one of my passions has always been uh, creating using technology to help 
people feel more connected, uh, specifically uh, around video. You know, things like video chat, uh, teleconferencing or video conferencing uh, are things that are very, very pervasive now. They're, they're everywhere. Uh, every device you can do a, a video call or a video chat. Um, when we started the company, uh, these were still things that were to come. They weren't as pervasive as, as they are now. Uh, we always viewed Personify as a technology company that was enhancing those capabilities uh, to make video chat better, more lifelike, more realistic. Uh, and I'm happy to say that what we've done is take technology uh, that was deep technology, hard technology, uh, involving computer vision and high-speed computing and enable people to do things with video communication that they couldn't do before. Such as? Uh, one of our most pervasive uh, technologies is a virtual green screen. Uh, it's embedded in a number of products today that we develop. It's embedded in a number of products and technologies that other companies bring to the market. And basically what it does is a computer-based, computer vision and deep learning-based technology that identifies the user in front of the webcam or smartphone camera and removes everything else but the user. So it's like as if you were standing in front of a, uh, of a, a green screen where you can sort of instantly remove anything that's not you. Today, in order to do that, you basically have to have a green screen or a, you know, a wall that's a green wall. Go to a, a TV studio, for instance. Or be at a TV studio, for instance. Uh, now you can do that directly from your laptop and soon from your smartphone. And it's a technology that's really exciting because uh, as things like uh, live streaming become really commonplace, it's a core technology that will be built into things like YouTube streaming or Facebook Live or a number of other services that uh, you know, the world is using in droves today. So when you talk about uh, virtual reality and augmented reality, I think a lot of people think gaming because that's where we see it first or have seen it first uh, or things like uh, the Oculus Rift for instance so but, but I think in a broader sense this is a technology that's being used in businesses in learning and and that sort of thing um, and obviously this was a vision that you saw you know a decade ago yeah I, I think it was uh, it's become clearer and clearer as we've uh, gone along um, but specifically, our technology today, with the virtual green screen, uh, it's being commercially deployed uh, to tens of thousands of users. And we see it growing quickly over the next few years. Uh, I deeply see, deeply believe that the thing we're developing today that Personify has such a clear lead on will be part of every single device with a webcam or a, or a user-facing camera. So that's every PC, every laptop, every tablet, every smartphone will ultimately have this capability because it's, it's that pervasive. Right. Um, but let's talk about the future, virtual reality and augmented reality, because that's what's really exciting for Personify. Uh, that's where we're doing a lot of our R&D today. And uh, at the Consumer Electronics Show, uh, we revealed something 
that ultimately points to the future of Personify in virtual reality and augmented reality. Well, talk a little bit about that. I know you're excited about uh, that, uh, the hologram capability, and so I'll let you uh, uh, tell the, the folks about that. Yeah, definitely. Let's take a step back first. You know, virtual reality and augmented reality, why people find them uh, really exciting is, uh, one, you know, the idea of putting digital content right in front of your eyes enables that content to be very, very immersive. Head-mounted displays uh, enable virtual content to be all around you. Uh, and in that setting, Personify is able to teleport people from their physical setting into a virtual setting. So we can, uh, we can actually, with our hologram technology, our teleporter technology, uh, capture somebody in full 3D and then teleport that person into your view space, whether you're using a virtual reality headset or augmented reality glasses. Uh, and we think this is a capability that very, very few companies or groups could bring to market. And we're really excited about being that company. So it will be as if somebody you're talking to is right in, it'll seem like they're right in the same room as you. Yeah, it, it will be, they'll be in the same room as you. Full body capture, head to toe, uh, they can be seated in front of a table, but we place that person as a full 3D object in your view space. Wow. So you have this really kind of uh, a limbic response to them, like they're in your room. It's not that they're on your computer screen, which is what we're accustomed to right. as far as video chat goes. This is something entirely different. They're in your space. Uh, and we really believe that this is what we've been trying to do, what you know, technology companies have been trying to do all along as far as video presence goes. Mm -hmm. And with head-mounted displays, be they virtual reality headsets like the Oculus or the HTC Vive or augmented reality glasses like we're going to see from Google and Apple and Microsoft. Well, let's talk about the technology that you have on in the books right now, uh, maybe one by one. Uh, tell us about the Chroma Cam. Chroma Cam is our uh, latest product that's uh, you know fully featured product that people can use today. And it's a virtual camera driver that essentially takes our virtual green screen technology and makes it accessible to anybody with a Windows PC and soon with a Mac. And so with your favorite um, video software, be it Skype or Google Hangouts, or uh, if you're a streamer, Twitch streamer, OBS or XSplit, you can instantly remove your background and put a virtual background. Um, a lot of game streamers use, the, use a Chroma Cam to do their uh, uh, game streams uh, because they like to put their, you know, their face on their gameplay uh, to, you know, to kind of better engage with their community. So that's extremely popular amongst gamers. Uh, we see that Chroma Cam has a lot of potential amongst people who, who are professional uh, professionals who do a lot of video conferencing as part of their work. So maybe you're working from home and you know you engage with your coworkers or your clients through 
you know, Skype for business meetings or Google Hangouts. Um, and you really don't want your personal life to kind of be thrown into your professional life. So Chromacam is a perfect product because it lets you just blank everything out mm -hmm. or blur everything out, which is a common feature that people are using today. So in other words, you could be in a hotel room. You could be in your bathrobe, for instance, or whatever. Uh, nobody, nobody sees the background. They just see you on the screen with whatever background that you want there. Exactly, exactly. And it's uh, really super easy to use. It works with anything that uses your webcam. And we're just a, a virtual camera layer that fits right on top there. Um, and uh, we are seeing users across the board. Uh, gamers, consumers, uh, consultants, people who work from home, um, all the way to people in the enterprise. Um, in fact, one of the use cases that's really kind of caught me by surprise is companies... Uh, even at places of work, um, let's, let's say uh, financial institutions, um, have corporate policies where they don't want their employees to use webcams because there could be something on the whiteboard behind you that's per that pertains to an employee or a particular client that they don't want revealed either internally or externally. So there are corporate policies where, nope, you cannot use the webcam. That becomes entirely different with a product like Chromacam because we're able to very securely blank out the background, either through blur or entire replacement. So now what we're finding is um, companies in the financial services industry are coming to us very excited about Chromacam because without any change of equipment, their employees can now partake in video conferencing. So. It's exciting for us. It is exciting. Uh, and the other two, uh, Presenter and Fusion, I'll let you talk about what those entail. Absolutely. So again, you know, we, um, uh, we took our virtual green screen technology and thought hard about, you know, where, where can it be transformative? Um, early on, we introduced the uh, Presenter product. It was really our first uh, commercial offering. And it's a really simple product, and essentially what it lets you do is it lets you put your video persona, that is you, without your background, directly on top of your content. Um, your content might be a PowerPoint presentation. So you become a visual entity that's talking through your PowerPoint. And with that, you can deliver it over, say, WebEx, or Skype for meetings, or, or Skype for business, or go to meeting um, and deliver something that's more compelling than just voice over your PowerPoint. Okay. That product, you know, it's, it's something that we see continued engagement with the market. We have uh, multiple large uh, corporate clients in, in the Fortune 500 that are using Presenter on a daily basis. So, and then talk a little bit about Fusion. Fusion is a is one of my pet it's one of my pet projects. It's uh, uh, it's what it's sort of rethinking video chat, knowing that you can do virtual green screen right out of the box. Uh, what it is is you can think about it as windowless uh, video chat, where everybody you're talking to is a 
is just sort of a floating entity on top of the content that you happen to be sharing as part of the video chat. Um, it's a product that uh, it's out there. We have users that are using it probably on a daily basis, but it's a product that we haven't really kind of kicked our promotion into high gear. We're still kind of cultivating uh, the right entry point into the market. Sort of growing it organically, finding users that really love it, engaging with those users, and still kind of waiting for the real push into the market. And, you know, and broadly in terms of being an entrepreneur and, you know, an innovator, you're here at the University of Illinois. What were some of the things that helped you get started? And obviously you've grown the company from five to 30 and you've got a presence in Vietnam and, and in the Valley and, and, but you're still here and you've got a, a core of your, your team and your researchers that are here. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I've always wanted to keep my ties to the university, uh, even taking a leadership role at the company. Uh, it's something that's been a really hard balance, but it's been something that uh, I've, I've been very committed to. So I teach, I maintain uh, a regular visibility on, on campus. And in order to do that, I really need to be here. Uh, I live in Urbana. My kids go to school uh, in the community. Uh, I'm an active member uh, of sort of the, the tech scene uh, in Champaign-Urbana. It's been really important to me. Uh, challenging, but we've made it work. And one of the, the, the ways we've made it work is to really take the notion that it's the company will be distributed from day one. Uh, we started here taking advantage of the infrastructure that the university has for um, creating tech startup companies, uh, things like the Research Park and Enterprise Works, uh, Illinois Ventures, which is a uh, kind of a funding entity that, that springs and funds uh, startups that come out of the university that commercialize university technologies. Um, so we've taken advantage of all that, but all the while keeping the notion that the company needs to spill out into the broader world, into Silicon Valley, into areas that are emerging and exciting like Vietnam, where there is lots of highly energetic and young tech talent that wants to engage with uh, companies that are bringing new capabilities to market. I, I mean, I think people might find that surprising that Vietnam is a an emerging place for uh, for the for tech. Uh, that for that technology and, and people are, are hungry to to create a space there absolutely absolutely the university has uh, you know has had a, a relationship with uh, technology universities in, in Vietnam uh, in fact two of the co-founders of personify Mindo who's on the faculty and one of our joint students Quang Nguyen um, kind of were the impetus in us opening uh, a site in Vietnam. Uh, and once we opened it, it's been strongly, strongly positive. Uh, we have 15 people there now that are contributing on a daily basis to the core mission of the company. And I couldn't imagine uh, Personify being where it is without that vibrant connection to the Vietnam office. 
Well, you mentioned earlier that uh, you feel like you're ahead of the curve when it comes to that. Just give us an idea of where you stand in the market, who are potential competitors, uh, and how you manage to stay ahead of ahead of the technology, for uh, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah, I think really it's about being extremely cost efficient. Um, you know, we haven't raised a lot of money. Uh, we've been now going for uh, six plus years. Uh, not a lot of money for six plus years means that you're just, you know, trying to keep costs extremely low uh, without prematurely scaling into the market only to discover there's no market, which is what a lot of, you know, happens to a lot of startups. Um, I've always uh, sort of had the notion that we're early, you know, very from the very beginning, that we're developing something that the market may not be ready for. Even though I deeply, we deeply believe that it's something that's important, these things always take time. So, and we were, and we probably still are early, but it's the, the signals are strong that we're, you know, upon, we're on, onto something that will be, you know, as I said, part of every single computing device uh, in a matter of years. Um, so the, the team in Vietnam, you know, was really part of that mission to keep costs extremely low and still have a strong R&D component that's inventing and developing. Um, so our lead today is really part, it grows out of that, that we have developed a technology that I think is really hard for people to replicate. It doesn't take, uh, it, it can't be done with a couple of people uh, working um, straight out of school. It, it's, it's something that's really born out of research that's cultivated over time and optimized and optimized. Um, you know, at this point, we've had millions of hours of usage in the field uh, where our technology has been really proven. So it's that battle-testedness that kind of is our uh, barrier to entry. Well, you talk about your technology being in every computer or whatever. So obviously, maybe you can't, what you, what you can or cannot reveal, but do you give us an idea of, of who you're collaborating with? What are some of the businesses uh, that are using your technology right now? And, you know, where do you see that part of it going? Because obviously to be immersed in, in that type, I mean, that's, you have to be uh, communicating with some, some heavy hitters, I would think. Yeah, you know, our vision of getting it everywhere uh, means that we're talking to uh, all the constituents within that area, like all the PC manufacturers. Uh, we talk to all the semiconductor manufacturers because really they drive the innovation. Um, we have, what I can talk about publicly is we've had a long-standing relationship with Intel. Uh, our technology has been licensed by Intel. Intel Capital is one of the VCs that back personify. Um, we've also had a very strong relationship with AMD, and AMD Ventures also has invested in personify. Uh, they see this as a core feature that drives ultimately demand for their products. So um, we see that as kind of a, a relationship that will take what we have and continue to propel it into the ecosystem. Uh, as far as our products, you know, I can't talk specifically about where our products are used today. Uh, I will say that 
three of the five biggest software companies are end users of Presenter today. It's that important to them. They use it on a daily basis for their sales teams to engage with the market. So in general, um, I mean, where do you see this going? I mean, obviously you had the, the big announcement at um, uh, the, the show in, in Las Vegas, but um, these things, it's changing not even year by year, every three to six months, it seems like there's something new. Where do you, where do you see this going? And, you know, obviously you have a, a, uh, um, a market that you're targeting, but how are you working with other people that are uh, hoping to use this technology for other, for other uses? Yeah, you know, we, right now my focus is growing our presence in the virtual reality and augmented reality space. Uh, that is a, that's going to bring about a monumental change. Uh, you know, many people talk about it as the next big platform. You know, the last big platform was the smartphone, essentially that brought the internet to everybody's pocket in everybody's palm, right? Now you have the mobile internet essentially delivered to uh, 5 billion people. And probably will be 7 billion people. Everybody will have access to the mobile internet soon. Um, smart glasses, augmented reality. A lot of people think that will be the next biggest platform. We want to be part of that. And we really see that space as being something that personifies specifically can bring a transformative use case. Again, holograms where you can talk to uh, in live in real time to somebody that you really want to communicate with. Uh, that's where we're spending you know, our R&D efforts today. That's where we're going to grow the company. If people out there, they want to find out about you and the technology, how do they do that? Uh, our website is something that's always a constant work in development. Uh, we've got a lot of information there about who we are, uh, personify.com. Um, everybody's welcome to reach me by email at the university, um, and uh, you can contact us at personify generically at PR, public relations, PR at personify.com. All right, it's uh, been a pleasure uh, learning about Personify. We're, you know, we're excited to see where this is going. We're, it's, we're really happy with where it is right now, and we just, we're excited to, to follow the future of this technology and Personify in general. So thank you for joining us. Thanks a lot, Mike. It's been a pleasure uh, talking to you about Personify. That was uh, Sanjay Patel, uh, co-founder and CEO of Personify. This has been another edition of Illinois Innovators. I'm Mike Kuhn.